Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast, a series on hope. It is continuing. This is actually part of a mini series in the mini series, like a nano series. Uh, this is part three of three uh, from the Little Elm Craft House. So the first two episodes are much more like how I would normally do my I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. And uh, they were recorded like in January, late January, early February, somewhere around there. Um, and so those first two episodes on the series are much more how I would normally do my podcast. Um, a little more high energy, uh, a little more. Uh, I'm actually at the at the the tap house, which is kind of nice. It was really great. Uh, actually, Chase invited me over. Uh, we got things in the books, and it was so good to be there, hang out with them, do their little Sunday show on YouTube. Please check that out. Um, but. Um, I recorded my interview with them, the series on hope, uh, last week. It's now 4-6-2020, and I recorded it last week, and it actually took um, a little bit of time for me to get behind the mic. Um, I I kind of fell into a funk, if you want to put it that way. Um, you know, it's, I don't know why, but uh, the, the Fountains of Wayne guy, uh, Adam Schlesinger, he died of COVID-19 on the night that I was actually planning on recording all this, and it just hit me. Um, and it wasn't that I was like in a funk, but, um, it, it, things just kind of like hit me a little harder, um, from that point on. And the weekend with the kids was just a whole lot. And I was just, just, just trying and, uh, not just trying to make it through, but, um, my, my batteries were spent each night. And so, uh, tonight was planning on this, was looking forward to it. And so now getting this done, uh, not in the sense of like, oh, finally I'm getting it done, but I'm glad I'm getting this done because I've been wanting to get these episodes out. Um, this episode with Todd and Chase, they were on the phone at the Tap House, and uh, it was good to hear their voices. It was good to hear both of them are doing uh, as best as best can be, and uh, how they're hustling, how they're making uh, the craft house work, and how uh, they feel they're feeling supported. So hope you enjoy this episode. Um, it, again, it's going to be... Uh, a little bit before I post another one on the series of hope, but this is not the last one. So uh, I think I might actually call this series like, you know, season 3.1 because I, I, I still want to do like a normal, like I know nothing about beer podcast, but I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back into all this. Um, so the way that I normally would. Okay. So um, please check out Little Elm Craft House. If you're anywhere nearby, even if you're far away, if you need to drive, go to there, grab a couple beers. They've got a great um, uh, pull-up system. And uh, I think they're actually still filling crowlers, if, I mean, uh, growlers if you need it. Um, please check them out. Please support them. Uh, also, please support local. Uh, find those shops. Find that little place that you love. Go support them. Um, buy lunch, dinner from them, whatever it is. Uh, support your local brewery and, um, yeah, um, yeah, keep doing it. Thank you everyone that has offered kind words. Um, if you could please, um, I've been asking this in the last other two intros, um, leave me a review. Tell me how I'm doing. Tell me how this podcast is doing. I would really appreciate that. If you need to talk to someone, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, email, alibur at gmail.com. I know nothing about beer.com. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Okay. Everyone. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a good rest of the day, night. Cheers. Morning. Sorry. Cheers. Okay. Bye.
everyone. How are we doing out there in podcast land? I hope you're doing well, staying safe, washing hands. Um, so today I'm excited because this is a this is a little different as everything I've been doing is a little different. Um, as you've heard the other two episodes, uh, Little Elm po- uh, Little Elm Craft House um, uh, with Todd and Chase, and I now have them on the phone. A uh, little timestamp here. It is uh, March 31st. And yeah, uh, we just got done listening to the two other interviews. And now I get to catch up with you guys and say, how are you doing? So Todd, Chase, how are you guys? Hey, Alan. Well, well thanks for inviting us. Uh, appreciate the call. We're, we're hanging in there. Okay. Thank you, Todd. I'm just going to yeah, just say thank you, Todd, so that people know the names right now, the, the, the voices. So Chase, how You're are right. you? He's got that manly voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd, good to hear from you. Chase, how are you doing, man? Doing good, man. Just uh, trying to adjust with the whole times right now. and Yeah. Yeah, this whirlwind that we're going through right now. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm... Um, my family, it's, it, we're in a very unique situation because my wife has always kind of worked from home since we've been in Texas. Um, and my work, uh, because I, 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 I can't exactly say where I work. I don't want any lawyer to, to listen to this and say, man, I don't want you to do this podcast anymore, but I work for a, uh, an airline in the area and, um, they're deemed essential. So my job is deemed essential, but my job forces me to be on location. So I've had to go to work every day. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, it's been a blessing to be able to go to work, um, but there's still just a little bit of linger in my mind about the the place that I'm working at. That, um, uh, if I'm honest, scares me just a little bit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know, you have to give credit to the people that actually have are used to working at home. Doesn't necessarily mean stay at home. Yeah. So. They've had the you know the flexibility. I want to run out and get something at the grocery store. Now they're like literally stuck at home, so they they're probably struggling as much as a lot of us that get out every day. Yeah, my wife um, is is such a serious homebody that has not been a problem for her. Thankfully, <laughs> she actually really loves being at home. It's more the that we can't like just go out to a place to grab dinner. You know, yeah, with the kids. That's like my son. My son's a gamer, and he said, "Hey, I've been self isolating for twenty one years. This ain't nothing." <laughs> You're like, look, millennial. So, yeah. This is what you are born for: sit on your butt and do yeah. nothing. All right. <laughs> right. Until their plumbing doesn't work or something, they uh, then they don't know what what's going on. They yeah, don't know how to deal. Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is uh, uh, uncharted waters we're in right now, and even even for us, you know, mm-hmm. we we uh, the concept was always growlers to go and and beer to go, and and but now it's only beer to go, and we yeah. found that people people still want to hang out. You have to literally <laughs> you have to literally prod them out the door, like okay, yeah. time to go, you know, and and they understand it. It just they're not. They don't like it too much, you know. No. For us too, though, you know, because we like to hang out with people, and yeah, we mm-hmm. are. We like to hang out and talk to our locals and and have a good time in here, and and it's been tough on us. I mean, it makes for a crazy, a crazy night when you're just watching people walk in and straight out and following the arrows and 
stand six feet apart. It's, yeah. You know, it's uh, different. And and we're one of the few places I think in North Texas is still still open. Hmm. So you can you can still walk in here and order beer and uh, look at the menu board and but you know we've had to cut out cut out quite a few things the the sampling of beers yeah you know yeah well, I mean we just talked to we had um, no label brewing mm-hmm. on our show this our live show this past Sunday and mm-hmm. and they're yeah, they, had to, they had to make it and they'd do it remote and yeah, yeah it was, it's a struggle for a lot of people yeah right now. and you you talked to Petacolis the other day if, if i'm not mistaken yeah. right i did i did i talked to michael Petacolis, um and it, it's funny he's how awesome. how you oh, he's such that was the first time i had met him and i mentioned this on one of the other um or first time i'd actually talked to him and the, the i mentioned this in one of the other podcast episodes was if you wanted someone that was like the, the the hockey coach for the Miracle on Ice game, I feel like he is that guy. He's yeah. Like, he's like an Herb Brooks kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. super <laughs> motivational, like super ready. Um, you know, it was a heavy conversation, but I felt I left feeling a little more inspired than not, um, which has been really uh, – these conversations have just been so, so he's different, each one. Yeah. the local. The local and I would say statewide craft beer community. Oh, absolutely! Because you, you're fully aware of his background, mm-hmm. and um, he his name, especially in this area. But he has really taken on a lot of the causes for the craft beer world mm-hmm. to to all of our benefit. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We we mentioned that a little bit. Um, anybody listening, uh, check out the um, uh, the Pedicolis episode a couple before this one. Um, so, I mean, I, I, uh, but another thing that we were talking about was how tough this virus is for people in social, um, in social based occupations, because especially tap rooms and even the short time that I got to hang out at your tap room, um, it was this very cheers feel, you know, I got to meet, you know, uh, who is it? Dave with, uh, John with, the the fanny pack, you know, John, yeah. Fanny Pack John. And it just was like, in just a short time I was there, I was like, this is a really fun cheers atmosphere. And so to take that out, um, it's not only just the the patron losing like their, you know, the place where they like to get beer, but it's losing a little hub of community for those people, you know? Um, and it's so tough because the, the best way to fight this is by staying away but as a brewery, as a tap house, um, that's how you you make your businesses by building up that community of people being together. And I can only imagine how hard it is to to tell guy tell you know people coming to the tap house like you know take it to go. Like I wish we get to be here, but just it's got to go to go. You know. Yeah, and that and that is kind of our whole forte here mm. is that you know we're we're part of our community. And yeah. uh, the community is part of us, yeah. and and we have our share of regulars and our norms uh, that like to come in, and you know you can get beer a lot of places. Mm-hmm. It, we're not the only place that sell beer, and but we are the ones that, that they've chosen to come to, and yeah. they do that because you know it's it's a they're comfortable here. It's a great environment. Yeah. Um, they can be themselves. They like to hang out. You know, you might have a guy that 
maybe only has two beers, but he might be here for three or four hours. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the place that was part of their lives that is literally been immediately removed from that. Yeah. So, you know, if it was just the beer, um, we w- wouldn't be as successful as we are. It's because of the people that work here. It's because how we treat one another. It's mm-hmm. because of the family bond we have and the friendship bond we have with everybody around here that, that keeps us going, you know, and we just immediately overnight kind of lost that. Now, yeah. there, I still see them, but mm-hmm. obviously it's only for a few minutes. And, yeah. and we joke a lot of times about these poor guys, like I said earlier, literally have to prod them to get out because they still want to stay at the end of the yeah. bar and and hang out even though i've I basically barricaded <laughs> everything in here they they want to uh like squeeze by they look at that whole empty bar and they want to like yeah. squeeze there somehow or they're like you know, i can take these chairs down it's okay do you need help i can set them up it's fine <laughs> right yeah, right yeah, exactly. right we, we're all employees right they want yeah. me to hire all of them <laughs> yeah. so if anybody was to come in they'd say well we're employees yeah no, and that's man, that's so tough. That's yeah, that's the hardest thing. Yeah, now, we're still we're still moving. We're moving through a lot of beer, but we're moving through it a lot of product because everything's mm. leaving in like sixty four ounces. So yeah. that's that's the what a lot of people don't understand. Hey, a lot of people are filling up, but I'm dude, I'm losing a lot of product in it. And you know, in the in the larger size quantities, your your margins are a lot less. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the same as if I had all our favorite regulars sitting in here watching a hockey game, and and it making that in pints is different than making that in sixty four ounce growlers. You know? Yeah. Um, and it, you started talking about this, and again, uh, just share as much or as little as you'd like. Um, how is the shop doing? How is uh, Little Elm going? Um, we're, I think we're doing okay. I mean, it's, okay. it was a slow night. I mean, yeah. obviously we don't have the traffic that we have, but I mean, mm. I, again, you're, you're putting out beer in such large quantities that mm-hmm. you can't expect everyone to fill up every day. Yeah. You know, and this is a, this is a Tuesday in Little Elm, so it's going to be slower. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been a little slower unless we obviously had an event or something. So, um, I mean, it's just... A slow Tuesday, probably typically slower than normally, but yeah. not by a lot. And are you guys only selling 64 ounce, or do you guys have the, the 32 ounces as well? Yeah, we have the 32s. We have 64s. We started getting into the package stuff. Mm-hmm. So, six um, packs. And- yeah, six packs, four packs. Um, gotcha. So we do have uh, about, what, 10 or 12 of those. Okay. Um, and then we... I think the newest thing and the coolest thing now is that, um, you know, the state and TABC has kind of relaxed a lot of their regulations during this. So we mm-hmm. can, through a third-party service, deliver beer. Oh, I didn't know if that was an option yet. I'd heard rumors that that was something that people were trying to do, but um, I'd not heard if that was a, a, a something that was happening yet. Well, we're doing it. Um, <laughs> well, we're doing we it, so. <laughs> told not to, and the way mm-hmm. both of us uh, kind of uh, interpreted the rules were that 
So say you have uh, a place that doesn't have a beer license, Mm -hmm. uh, and you have a place like mine, as long as they use like a third-party delivery, Mm. you you can do that. Gotcha. So contracted, right? Yeah. So they're ten ninety nine contractors. So they can. It'd be like I guess like a Grubhub or something coming to a restaurant, picking up food, and then swinging by here and picking up beer. Mm. They gotcha. can do that. Now, if, if the business itself was using their own employees to deliver, they couldn't do that. Gosh, man, this is... Kind of how we're interpreting it. And uh, hey, you know in what? the end, it, we may be wrong, but hopefully they'll just say, it's hey, you hole. can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... that's It's so... Uh, this is where um, these little rules, the, the blue laws just really come back to bite you because normally it's an annoyance, but now it's like you're cutting off a way that in this type of situation, people could be, you know, uh, just teetering a little more on the razor's edge towards the, the, the black than the red, you know? Right. Um, right. yeah, man, that is, that is tough. Yeah. And, and for us here, one thing we don't want to leave out is that, um, our community and the town in general has been so supportive of everything oh, that's we're good. doing. They've relaxed all their, you know, uh, special event permitting, sign permitting. Mm. Um, we literally have food trucks out here almost every day. Oh, good. Um, and they're doing actually pretty good because I guess people are getting tired of just pizza and tacos and <laughs> hamburgers. You know, they're I... looking for something else. And so we, we're throwing a little bit of variety in there. And it seems to be doing well. And we haven't had to worry about getting event permits or their mm. permits or anything like that. So. And even even the town is actually contacted us today. Is like, what can we do to help out? You know, you guys are so, like, in the community. How can you guys use your beer to help out all the restaurants around here that have beer, uh, food to go? Yeah. And make be doing pairings with some of their food and what, what beer would go well if you order this from them or mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, I just, you know, I don't, if you'd ever, I mean, you came out and saw how small this town is. And yeah. How these little businesses, there's not a lot of population around here. So we're, you know, we're all trying to work together and yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. And their, and their goal is to keep everybody going through this. So they're doing, they're asking us, what can we do to help you? That's you know, awesome. What you need. So that, that's really been helpful. I mean, nobody really knows at this point, um, you know, what the total effect is going to be, mm-hmm. but, uh, there, I mean, if it never, if it doesn't work out in the end, then the, you know, the, the town will be the last entity I could put any blame on because they're doing that's, I mean, look at us. We're we're one of the few communities that are actually open for business everywhere. I mean, every restaurant is open, mm. obviously, to go yeah, uh, or drive up or however, curbside, however they have it. But mm. everybody's still open. They're still employing people. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to survive. And along with all of our business neighbors, we're all doing the same thing, you know, yeah. figuring out a way. And we have nothing but support from the town and in, in what we do. And Maybe in, uh, we have to re- reevaluate in a few months, or maybe we won't be able to do a lot of the things we're doing right now, but right now we're getting away with it. That's... But we're, we're seeking also to 
health considerations in it. We're sanitizing all the growlers oh, sure. that come in. Yeah. And, oh, good. No, we're not taking advantage of of this. No, as a, no like and I don't. I don't think anybody's trying to like take advantage of the pandemic. You know that that no one's trying to do that. Everybody, everybody that I've seen has been like, you know, we are washing down bottles, kegs, cans. Everything is yeah. getting some type of sanitizer. Um, you know, gloves are everywhere. I really, I've never felt um, like my the the safety and health of my family was in danger by any of the places I've gone to so far. Right, right. I mean, it, hell, this is probably the time to go. They've never been cleaner, and <laughs> you know, it's kind of like kind of like where you work, the airlines. Probably never been uh, safer time Man. to take a. Uh, yeah, that uh, there. There's definitely more cleaning going around. Um, oh yeah, and for sure. And you know, the only thing worse than closing would be to get the reputation as that business or yeah. that guy that was that was irresponsible. Yeah, it, no. It, it was trying to make a buck and jeopardize everybody in the process. Yeah, that's the complete opposite of what we're trying to do here. We're mm. trying to survive and still make a very safe clean environment and we mm-hmm. we offer options you know we if you want to pull up and order from your phone right there we'll walk it out to your car if you if you uh want to just walk to the doorway we have a table set up you can order from there if you want to come in and look at the menu and order there we'll do that but we're always trying to keep you know the the social distancing yep. uh working and yet still be social yeah you know and yeah. I, I know you've been struggling with this because you've always been like, well, I don't want to be the un, you know, irresponsible, irresponsible person. I don't want to be... be that guy that maybe I should, you know, close or maybe I, I should do. What more could I do hmm. without cutting my own throat, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a... Um, I, I've the, the next question I was actually going to ask you guys... Um, and this has been the the one that has gotten the most varied uh, answers. Is you know, is there anything you think you're going to learn, or that we're as a as a beer community are going to learn from this experience? Um, learn. Let me think. Learn from this. I know th- things are have changed. Mm-hmm. There will probably always now be be a something we've learned not that not that i'm saying uh it's uh something i have to do now that i didn't do then mm-hmm. but the fact of just in general i think you know the personal space thing has just grown to at least mm-hmm. six feet for yep. everyone and it doesn't matter if they end this on june 1st or may 1st or september 1st you know it's i think after this it'll always be the same um mm. but I guess it's going to depend on time. Yeah. What is actually, you know, what do we take away from all this? Hmm. Um, because you know what, personally, um, the reason, the reason I, uh, love my place so much is because it brought people together. Hmm. Um, this doesn't do that. Yeah. This, uh, splits people up and it's not that it's a bad thing right now it's a necessary thing yeah i i want to i want to still remain that safe place where you can come in and you can sit next to your neighbor or Mm. you can sit next to your uh whoever you know and you can get to know one another because i'm afraid this is the negative aspect of what we're seeing Mm. now is 
advantage of that. I mean, we already, everybody's got a six or eight foot fence in their backyard and we've already kind of isolated throughout the years. And then hmm. this place uh, was one of the few where you could come in, hang out, yeah. talk to your neighbors. It's like the cheers bar, right? I think yeah. that, think that's important and you see that more and more with people as they come in and you like i was saying earlier you got to prod them to get out of here okay because hmm. people do want uh contact yeah. right people so want community that, yeah they got to have that i think it's so important in our life and hmm. when you say how how is it going to change i think there's potential there that that changes i think and that, that that's oh. not a good thing i don't think um, I think if there's one thing that's going to happen is uh, judgmental cough looks like or judgmental sneeze looks like someone's going to sneeze in a crowd. Everybody's going to look at them and go like, you don't get me sick. Like, oh, that's my, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> if you have allergies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that has been the that's been the thing where I work is like because I forgot to take my allergy pill one day and I was and I realized it when I was walking into work and I had to sneeze and a security guard looked at me and I'm like allergies man allergies and he just looked at me like yeah you just keep walking it's okay your allergies whatever it is i just want you to keep walking <laughs> yeah i mean and, and that and that's you know i suffer immensely from allergies mm. oh, me too um oh, and yeah and i'm yeah and that's yeah definitely when you feel it coming man you got a bolt from yep. everywhere <laughs> yeah, go around a shut corner feeling a growler to run out yeah, back yeah. <laughs> and sneeze and come back with wet hands and a towel or yep. something yep so they know you've you've done all that. Yeah, I I I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> concerned that. But you're right. They say that's why they're running out of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Um, One sneezes and ten people shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I am leaving that in the podcast. Let me tell you. <laughs> You, you, oh, it's, it's sticking in there. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. Uh, um, is, um, is there anything you guys would like to say to the, um, DFW beer scene? Um, you know, I, I, I know I've got my, my little platform and that's part of why I wanted to, to do tonight was just use this little platform I have. Um, if there's anything you guys would like to say to the DFW beer scene. Oh, for sure, man. They, they uh, specifically like these small independent brewers. You know, they're mm-hmm. struggling right now with their draft. Yeah. Their draft beer. I mean, these places have cakes, and they have been so responsive to us. Mm. Uh, we call them, and they're there the next day. And they're, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm not going to pick out a couple of them. I know there's a lot of breweries out there mm-hmm. that have kegged beer that they can't get out anymore and and so we are trying to to move that for for a lot of them uh that the the dfw beer scene it's still there people want craft beer people are coming in here Mm -hmm. i mean and and it's and it's unfortunate at the current time i think because you know you start looking at what you can get at the grocery store uh what you can get at walmart and obviously it's always been cheaper to get a six-pack of, let's say, Deep Ellum IPA than it is to get a growler of it, right? But we're still providing the freshest beer available. People are still going for that fresh draft beer. Yeah. They're paying a couple extra bucks. They're trying to avoid the, the stores in general, mm-hmm. So, which is, which is why, I mean, I can, I can just say that, that they've been very supportive of us. 
all the craft beer DFW people are are still coming up here, um, and we're we're starting to get more from the areas that are shut down. So, hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, hey, we're here because of them. Yeah, that's the only reason we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and you know, just people in general right now are trying to support your smaller businesses because you know you lose the small businesses and and you lose kind of the heartbeat of your town. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, everybody goes away because, you know, there's a lot of businesses here that go, you know, week by week and sales, you know, they can't, they can't do a prolonged close sign up there. They can't close everything for mm-hmm. months because, you know, their landlord, the building still needs to be paid for. Their landlords are still, mm-hmm. you know, billing them. There's, yeah. there's, there's it's just. And the people here, I will say, and Little Elms always, I told you that last time you here, they've always been very big supporters of not only me, but of all the small businesses in town. Mm. So so we're hoping that uh, they can keep it up and this doesn't drag on very long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is one thing everybody, I think that is one struggle that everybody is having in their own head of, I really can't wait for this to be over. And then re- looking at w- the numbers that are happening and going, oh gosh, that is n- there's nothing there's nothing in the numbers that say this is going to get shorter. But no. you know, but at the same time, it, it, and that's and that's horrible. And then at the same time, you're like, oh, I just really wanted to sit down at a bar and have a beer. Um, and it, it's that it's that fight, it's that inner mo- inner dialogue of you know wanting what is best for. Um, Maybe even if you don't feel like it, like you might get sick, but not wanting to get others sick. Um, right. Th- there's almost like a cruelty it, in that. In like, if if you don't, it's not even like about you. It's about like everyone else that can't get exposed to this. Right. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be that guy. No, you don't. It gives it to a bunch. Of, you know, I I remember when Frisco got their first three cases it was a fa- one family mm. and you're thinking man i i hope that guy's name doesn't go out there because yeah. you know blame them and yeah you, we don't want to do that no. we're not we're not doing that it's yeah. i mean but we also see it with our we you know our live show that we do every week we have a different brewery we brewery we feature the brewery they come bring mm-hmm. samples about their beers and we're Whatever, trying, yeah, and we're, we're, it's been a challenge because they don't want to come out here. They're, they're told not to go anywhere, yeah. but they still want to do it. And, you know, uh, last week we had no label on an iPad because <laughs> he didn't I saw know, want remote, to do this. They're remote participating, which is okay. Yeah, I, I mean, saw a little bit of that. Um, Sunday mornings, I, I instead of now going to church, we have church in-house, and that means my three-year-old and one-year-old are with us while we're trying to like watch it slash make breakfast slash whatever else we're doing. So normally I would watch your guys' show like in between stuff or after church, if I was making lunch, you know, I'd put it on. Now I'm like, if I can get two minutes in, like (laughs) in between stuff, I feel really good. I saw that iPad. I was like, oh, cool. They're doing something fun. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to do, you have to be safe. Yeah. I mean, I, it is what it is. I mean, it's yeah, the yeah. world we live in today. Uh, you have to make adjustments. And I think that one thing you talked about the uh, DFW scene and the other breweries on it. Yay. The ones that are survivor, the ones that are flexible right now, mm. you you can't sit firm and not do something or do no. something. 
uh, because this is going to pass or whatever. Hey, it is what it is, and it looks like it's going to be this way for a while. So let's yeah. let's try to be flexible, and let's try to, to you know, be able to adjust and improvise so mm-hmm. that we can still provide you know people with with a product that they that they want and and there's unity. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Alan. Please. Compare to before this whole like lockdown thing. Compare how much beer you drank then and now. Would you say it's an increase now? Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, it is increased, but not because I feel locked in. Um, okay. I've bought more beer recently because I'm putting my money where I want to see places s- survive. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've made several runs to breweries in the area and it, and it hasn't been far because I haven't been able to get out far. Um, but it's been uh, the brewery on the way home, the bottle shop that, you know, just opened up and is, is really close by. Um, it's the the little mom and pop places. Um, and then, oh, yeah. you know, it's it's been more about um, doing what I can to help out the community around me that I, that like I really feel is like adopted me um, and that I, I really want to see continue on, you know? Um, and so I, I, I have more beer. I also, anytime I record, I'm always drinking a beer. And so, like, so right now, uh, I, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Every time I record, I have a beer and I recorded three times last week. And this is the second time I've recorded this four times last week, this second time I recorded this week. And so, <laughs> I've, I just had to have more beer around, which is, I mean, not not a bad problem. Um, yeah. But it's for me, I've been, I've just had more, just because of the of of my circumstances around and me wanting to support um, the the beer scene. I am sure there are people that are loading up right now more because they're like, I ain't going anywhere tonight and and having a beer, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. We've noticed a lot of a lot of our customers come in and they will say right when they walk in. God, I've never drank so much beer in all my life. What did Burgess say? One of our yeah. regulars. Yeah, because that was our health. That was our health uh, advice early. You know, fight it from the inside. Mm-hmm. So you know, stay pickled, and we're going to fight this from the inside. Stay so, <laughs> um, a lot of people adhere to that. Um, so I, I've got uh, just just one more question, and then we'll, I'll, I'll let you guys take the mic for a little bit. But. Um, is there anything out of all this that uh, is giving you a little bit of hope? Is there anything out of this that you're going like, man, if there's something that I see that is bringing me some hope out of this situation, it would be this. Hope, man, from this. Um, are you, are you, what do I see hope? I see new people all Hmm. the time, which is, is great for us. Hmm. You know, we see people that, that are, that have lived nearby for years that never knew we were here. Mm. And as they're going around and seeing, trying out the local small business places around here, mm. local restaurants, seeing that, wow, I didn't know your place. But this is cool, man. I'm, I'm really excited about coming here That's when good. this all opens up or I'll be back, you know, and yeah. we're running into a lot of people like that, that are starting to really shop locally. Not good. You know, nobody was trying to get jammed into a, grocery store or Walmart or anything like that yeah. right now. Although there are a lot of them there. Yeah, no, plenty of people are at those places. I, I, I'm such a fan of, of, of 
of tap houses like yours and, and other growler shops, um, just uh, if there's uh, um, like it, by a strictly numbers thing, the beer at shops like that will always be fresher and a better quality than anything you find at a Walmart or grocery like sure. store. Uh, what's it called? Beer aisle. Oh yeah, and we've made some partnerships through this. Some people we've uh, some people are um, not in the inner circle like they once were because mm. of this mm. uh, that I deal with on a, almost a daily basis. So gotcha. the people that thought they were in because they were big might not necessarily be in anymore. Mm. But you know what? The, the ones on the outside that I really had either neglected or didn't give them a, a full chance are, they're, they're in the inner circle right now because they're mm. the ones that are stepping up when I need them because, you know, the, the big ones are busy doing something else yeah. with bigger places. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm taking away from a lot of this is, you know, some, some kind of uh, business model of, hey, you know what? We're going to give these guys a chance because they gave us a chance, and we're helping each other during all of this. Todd, you know, one thing I will I will no, say, I mean, you mm-hmm. can put this on your podcast, but um, you know, a lot of these breweries are discounting a lot of their their draft beer uh, in the in the large quantity size, mm-hmm. so that helps us out immensely. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but again. You go to the larger distributors and you ask them about it, and they, uh, I haven't heard anything. I don't mm. know that. Or they, they can't come out on their normal day because they've got them doing something else elsewhere in the bigger markets. So, yeah, uh, a lot of those guys that were in the inner circle are now being pushed out to the outer edges. So I'm learning a lot about that. I mean, it's information I probably wish I never knew or never had, but now we're experiencing it. Mm. and. We're seeing where some of these guys we mentioned earlier are really stepping up and going to get our support anyway for the at least the near future. That's good. Um, one of the things, I'm going to bring this back to our interview that we did a little while ago um, that you were talking about was that no one owns your taps. And that's really a big deal. Um, you guys there? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. okay. Just, it got really quiet. I was like, oh, no, did I lose them? Um, but um, that no one owns your taps and that I explained that a little more in the, in the podcast, but um, that's a, a big deal. Each tap handle in, you know, in, in the, when you're behind the bar, you own a place, you're running a place, each tap handle is kind of fought over. Um, you know, as a drinker, if you don't know this, this is, it's, it's, there's a lot of behind the scenes, you know, uh, the distributors will come in and say, Hey, you know, give me these five taps and I'll make sure you have this cool beer coming in. Um, and I, I, I love that Todd, you don't really do that. You don't have like a loyalty to like this tap has to be this one, this tap, it changes out all the time. Um, right. And to right. hear you, I'm- and to hear you say, um, that like, you know, like the, your, that you're more inclined that, watching these smaller breweries hustle, watching them, you know, pick it up, make things happen is um, just really a testament to uh, these small breweries and how much they want to survive. I'm not worried so much about distributors. They're going to be okay out of this. I know they're going to struggle and that's not the thing to knock anyone. Um, I may know that works for distributors. Um, Most of those big boy, you know, names are going to be okay out of this. 
I'm more worried about my friends that work at this place, that place, the other place. And I want right. to see them survive because their beer, beer being on your tap wall means that you're both making money out of it. Um, so that's, that's something that's really good to hear from. Uh, that's really good to hear is you talk, oh, absolutely. talk about that. And you know what? Those guys, um, uh, they're, like I said earlier, they're so responsive to us. Mm. Hey, we need, we're, we need, I need to fill, I got some openings, which I do right now. Mm. Um, as we're going through such quantities yeah. in, in large quantities, we're going through such product in large quantities. So mm. it's, it's easy to, to run through the stuff, but yeah. yeah and, and guess what? The, the guys that I may not have chosen a month ago are, are, we're asking them bring your stuff in, bring it in, and you know what? It's moving. It's good. moving very well. Really, good, good there was one up there that, that we've had. We've replaced three times. Man, people mm. can't get enough of it. And I would have never thought that a month ago. Which, I was, which one? Number two. Um, I would have never. I would have never <laughs> thought that. Number two. <laughs> I like how you guys are keeping this quiet because you don't want to piss anybody off. And I totally no, understand. I know. That. I'm trying to do that. I mean, and they deserve all the credit. We've given it to them. But uh, you're right. I mean, these these uh, these local guys are really stepping it up. Good, good, um, good. And that was the beauty of, like we talked about before, and you just mentioned it, was that uh, it was my idea not to, because they offer a lot of, it's like a signing bonus, right? They'll offer to yeah. do this and yeah. do that and do this. And, but then we, we uh, own number one through ten of your taps. And that's... And we, that, we have thirty taps up there, and then and then after that, then you can only buy product from them. And one to ten, I never wanted to be in anybody's pocket. So, yeah. and we have the flexibility to put anybody on at any time on any tap. That's and awesome, I, and I do like having that that flexibility. Um, and I, it's better for the for the uh, consumer as well. Yeah, no, it, it, in in the in the long run, it, it just offers more choices for the consumer. Um, again, not to knock anybody that is doing things a different way. Um, it's just something I, when you mentioned that in the podcast earlier, I was like, oh, that's just a really cool thing that you guys are doing with that. Oh, um, dude, there's, there's been a hundred times I wish I hadn't done that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I understand that because there, there's, there's a whole lot of freedom in what you're doing, but there's also a whole lot of struggle in it as well. Yeah, um, make life a lot easier especially when we mentioned before cleaning lines yeah if i didn't have to worry about one through ten or ten through twenty or anything like that yeah. let them do all the work but yeah now i gotta yeah. do them all like um, yeah every other monday i piss off that i didn't do that <laughs> um actually Especially if it's like a jalapeno beer. Or uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Go, go listen to episode like the the, the previous two episodes on this. Um, so I've just got one more thing for you guys. Um, I kind of always it, this happened in the last podcast, but um, is there anything? Uh, the mic's yours. Anything you want to promote? I know that you know you you definitely want to talk about your shop. Um, I would love to know where people can find your beer, find your tap lot, tap menu. Um, you know, the social media and all that, um, how can people get a hold of you? You know, the rest of the time is yours. We have, uh, our Facebook page. We have our Instagram page. We have, uh, Twitter. We're on, um, YouTube website. We have our website. It's working. It was, yeah, down yeah, the website's working. Good to have um, the website can, working. Yep. Yeah. If, uh, you can, uh, click on our tap list. Um, another really good tool for for anybody is the digital pour app. Um, 
download the digital pour app and you can see exactly how much is in each keg that we have and what we have for options. And right? even the pricing I put on there. Yeah. A lot of people hide the pricing, right? Put it up there. Mm, gotcha. Uh, I'm looking up what your number two is right now, uh, just because just <laughs> I really want to know. <laughs> yes, which one is it? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, it's not coming up right now. Hold on. Um, Okay. Um, well, guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, check out your sun, their Sunday morning show. What is it called again? It's our What's on Tap uh, show live. We what? do it live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Every gotcha. Sunday at 11. Ish. Yeah. Ish, yes. 11 ish. <laughs> gotcha. What's on Tap live with Chase and Todd. Okay. Um, and that's a really fun show. I, I got to go on it. It was, it was just a blast to hang out with you guys. Um, please, 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 everyone, um, check out little Elm. They're doing such a great job. They've got, um, just a really great feel. They've got a great shop. Um, I hope that if you're in the area out of the area, please, please, please check them out. And I'm just looking right now. I see your number five. It's one of my personal favorites, the Firestone Walker sticky monkey. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. the 2014 is amazing. I oh, yeah, actually, oh god, yeah. I, I, I opened that up just a couple of weeks ago, and so I'm like, oh, that was a really good beer. Um, but guys, thank you again so much. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Hey, um, and and get ready for our uh, our comeback party. Man, I cannot wait. I'm so I, I I'm so ready to sit down and have a beer at your place, at so many others because of, uh, I just miss being in tap houses. I miss hanging out with people, miss seeing these friends. Oh, yeah. 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 So we, yeah. believe it or not, we do too. We miss that more than anything, I think. Mm. <laughs> oh, I bet. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much. Um, have yourself a good rest of the night. Um, stay safe. Everyone out there, stay safe. Wash your hands. Practice social distancing. And please, please, please support local, support Little Elm. Uh, support that little shop that you love support that little restaurant that you love um there was a big rush i think the first two weeks and i don't want to see that lighten up so please 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 support local all right guys cheers have yourself a good rest of the night okay Watch, uh, cheers alan cheers alan okay Wait, well hello yeah okay good just want to make sure you're still there i'm stopping the recording